Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to Convention of State Celebrity Update, where we give you your need-to-know news. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Remember to follow Convention of States on social media and go to conventionofstates.com to stay up to date on all that we're doing to call the first ever Convention of States. We've got a packed episode for you guys today, so excited to jump right in. Today we'll be covering Project Veritas, exposing sex reassignment efforts targeted at minors. We'll highlight a congressman who urged Secretary Mayorkas to stand up and apologize to a family, mourning the loss of two loved ones as a result of the open border. We'll touch on Elon Musk and the dangers of artificial intelligence, and we'll fill you in on what could be the government's next public health crisis. Thanks for tuning in, and now we'll hop right into it. first headline of today is Project Veritas exposes sex reassignment efforts targeted at minors. This is a shocking new report from the investigative group Project Veritas that brings to light just how far the LGBTQ health community is willing and in fact eager to go to quote unquote trans our kids. Many of us brush off reports that minors as young as 13, 10, and even 8 are being medically transitioned. It's not that we don't care, we just don't want to believe it. So we turn a blind eye and pretend everything is fine, but everything is far from fine in America today. We are actively mutilating our young people's healthy, God-given bodies. We push them to embrace transgenderism, securing lifelong patience in the process. Their trauma and scarred bodies become the medical community's huge profit. To watch the shocking undercover footage from Project Veritas, go to the Convention of States blog and find the story titled Project Veritas Exposes Sex Reassignment Efforts Targeted at Minors. The footage is truly heartbreaking. For the sake of our kids, this madness must be put to an end. Thankfully, Many states have begun pushing back against the radical LGBTQ agenda, banning so-called gender-affirming medical care for youth. But here's the bad news. The federal government is pushing back. Hard. According to Joe Biden, to ban doctors from prescribing puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and sex reassignment surgeries for minors is, quote, close to sinful, just terrible, and cruel. He encouraged making LGBTQ rights, in other words, an underage child's ability to irreversibly destroy his or her body, national law. Quote, you mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable, the president threatened. In the hands of an out-of-control federal government, the radical LGBTQ trans the kids agenda is one of the greatest threats to our nation in American history. Even as states like Florida, Tennessee, and many more are working to protect our kids, we must shrink Washington, D.C. back to size or all will be in vain. Well, quite an intense moment played out this week during a hearing on the southern border crisis. A Texas representative asked Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas to apologize face-to-face to a family who recently lost their 7-year-old daughter and her 71-year-old grandmother at the hands of an illegal immigrant. The tragic deaths were taken at the hands of a human trafficker transporting 11 illegal immigrants over the southern border in the back of his truck. Three family members attended the hearing on Capitol Hill on Wednesday, wanting answers. 
Take a listen to Texas Representative August Flunger and what he said to Mayorkas. A 71-year-old grandmother and her 7-year-old granddaughter were on their way home after a play date. Their names were Maria and Amelia Tambunga. Maria is the mother of two of my constituents. As Maria passed through the intersection of State Highway 163 and I-10 Service Road, Comer blew through a red light and struck Maria and Amelia's vehicle. They were pronounced dead at the scene along with two other people. After law enforcement secured that scene, it was revealed that Comer was a human trafficker smuggling 11 illegal aliens in his truck evading the law. Mr. Secretary, the Tambunga family is here today. Mr. Mayorkas, will you turn around and offer them your condolences and an apology for the failure of your administration that led to the death of their loved ones? They're right there. They're standing right there. Congressman. Mr. Secretary, they're standing there, and I think they deserve an apology from you. Congressman, Mr. Chairman, may I stand and turn my back? Cer certain, certainly. Mayorkas addresses the family briefly, and then the Texas representative asks Mayorkas if he would be willing to meet with the family after the hearing in his office. You can watch the full video on the Convention of States blog. The sickening outcome could have been prevented if Mayorkas and the Biden administration were serious about securing the southern border. Thousands of Americans, though, are expected to flood the steps of the Texas Capitol in Austin on April 29th to demand legislators do what is necessary to secure the southern border. How many more situations like this must occur before our leaders take true action? You can learn more about that event at HowManyMore.com. Big tech has fallen head over heels in love with artificial intelligence, AI. But even as AI is introduced into society on a mass scale, many have cautioned that it very likely could pose a serious threat to humanity. Elon Musk recently warned Tucker Carlson that AI needs to be severely regulated or else he fears it may destroy human civilization. The CEO of Twitter pointed out that up until now, humans have been the smartest beings on the planet. Now what happens when something vastly smarter than the smartest person comes along in silicon form, he asked. It's very difficult to predict what will happen in that circumstance. This is what the Tesla founder told the popular Fox News host. But all regulations start with a perceived danger, and planes fall out of the sky, or food causes botulism. Yes. I don't think the average person yes. playing with AI on his iPhone perceives any danger. Can you just roughly explain what you think the dangers might be? Yeah, so the, 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 the danger, uh, really, AI is um, perhaps uh, more dangerous than, say, mismanaged uh, aircraft design or production maintenance or, or, or bad car production uh, in the sense that it is, it has the potential, uh, however small one may regard that probability, but it is non-trivial. It has the potential of civilizational destruction. There's movies like Terminator, but I, it wouldn't quite happen like Terminator um, because the, the intelligence would be in the data centers. Right. Uh, the robot's just the end effector. But I think perhaps uh, what you may be alluding to here is that um, Regulations are really only put into effect after something terrible has happened. That's correct. If that's the case for AI, and we only put in regulations after something terrible has happened, it may be too late to actually put the regulations in place. The AI may be in control at that point. You think that's real? It is 
it is conceivable that AI could take control and reach a point where you couldn't turn it off and it would be making, making the decisions for people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, that's, the, that's definitely the way things are headed, uh, for sure. Elon Musk is far from alone in cautioning against big tech's reckless infatuation with artificial intelligence. Even Google's chief executive, whose company has developed its own AI competitor to the popular chat GPT, confessed that AI can, quote, be very harmful if deployed wrong. So does that keep me up at night, he asked? Absolutely. Concerns about AI range from questions about AI ethics, how can so-called free-thinking technology be appropriately implemented in the business world, and job loss due to artificial automation. Although these concerns make a powerful case for government oversight of artificial intelligence, we must also ask whether such a dangerous weapon ought to be trusted into the hands of politicians. Could they not exploit it for social manipulation and or social surveillance? As Elon Musk said, we simply cannot predict what happens in the AI world. We're in uncharted waters, and there are at least a thousand ways in which things could quickly go wrong. It's a thorny topic, no doubt, but at least one thing is clear. Big Tech's incautious love affair with insidious technology has put our lives and civilization in serious danger. Well, to no one's surprise, authorities have already found a new cause worthy of another state of emergency. Biden just gave up the emergency powers given to the executive branch at the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic only one week ago, and this marked the end of the three-year-long excuse for the federal government to dictate every facet of American life. Well, this time, they claim there's another epidemic, gun violence. Representative Cori Bush, who is a Democrat from Missouri, suggests the government declare a public health crisis again one week later in response to gun violence. She failed to mention any possibility of a mental health epidemic. If members of Congress understood the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, they might notice that no emergency allows the government to force its citizens to indefinitely forfeit their rights. Across the states, however, various cities have declared a state of emergency regarding gun violence. The state of New York, for example, declared an emergency in 2021, which gave the governor the power to temporarily suspend or modify any local law that prevents, hinders, or delays action necessary to cope with the disaster emergency, essentially seizing power over the people. How long before the Biden administration follows suit and declares the second public health emergency in the last three years? If the Second Amendment is to be protected, an Article 5 convention should be called in order to propose amendments that secure our rights as individual citizens and restrains the overbearing federal government from encroaching on our rights. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Liberty Update. We'll catch you back here next Friday for more of your need-to-know news.